A four-story structure designed to recharge cell structure is now a recording studio and tourist attraction. The sign said, dedicated to research and life extension. George Van Tassel, an aviator and ufologist, put it outside a structure he described as a time machine for basic research on rejuvenation, anti-gravity, and time travel in the Mojave Desert in the early 1950s. In fact, the story of George Van Tassel's Integratron, as the machine is known, is so outlandish, so otherworldly, and so enchanting encompassing unidentified flying objects, electromagnetism, Nikola Tesla, Howard Hughes, Moses, and an alleged German spy, that it's little wonder the site continues to attract tourists, artists, reporters, drifters, and spiritual pilgrims more than 60 years after Van Tassel began to build what would become his life's work. The Whitewood Dome structure sits four stories high and 55 feet in diameter, just off 29 Palms Highway in Landers, California, about an hour north of Palm Springs. According to Van Tassel, the site was determined by its relationship to the Great Pyramids in Giza, as well as its proximity to magnetic vortices. It is a 16-sided metal-free building constructed using a technique called joinery. No nails or screws were used in an attempt to avoid interference with the conductive properties of the machine. Inside, the acoustically perfect sanctuary made of Douglas fir rises three stories high and features sweeping views of the desert from its 16 small windows. The Integratron remains open to visitors today, although it's no longer outfitted for the purpose of time travel, the machinery is, mysteriously, long gone. The story of Van Tassel's time travel dome begins under a rock, yes, an actual rock, where he lived. It was here, a few miles from Landers, that the inventor established an airport, which he ran for 29 years on land leased from the United States government. It's also where he incorporated a science philosophy organization called the Ministry of Universal Wisdom, one of many unidentified flying object cults that sprouted up in California shortly after the 1947 Roswell incident that brought unidentified flying object culture into the mainstream. The most infamous of these groups, Heaven's Gate, whose members committed suicide in order to ascend to a spaceship following the Hale-Bopp comet. But there's also Scientology, founded in 1952, the Universal Articulate Interdimensional Understanding of Science in 1954, and the Ethereus Society founded in 1955. The organizations held in common the belief that communication with extraterrestrials was possible and that by channeling their messages, many aliens, believers said, were concerned with the Earthlings' attempts to develop a hydrogen bomb. The contactee could ultimately help save mankind. The unidentified flying object culture of the 1950s arose after the end of World War II, and rockets, nuclear weapons, and new aircraft were being designed and built based on war effort innovation. People were afraid death could come out of the sky, and they were seeing all sorts of natural and human-made phenomena which they didn't understand. It was during this era of increasing distrust among Americans of the United States government, the beginnings of the Cold War, with the possibility of nuclear weapons looming and the New Age movement in California blossoming, that Van Tassel rose to local, then national prominence as a charming, well-spoken unidentified flying object expert. Much of his notoriety 
was a result of the annual giant rock interplanetary spacecraft convention, which he hosted for more than 20 years. Seven stories high and many thousands of tons, giant rock dominates the desert landscape and became a local landmark due to its size. It was underneath the boulder that a German immigrant named Frank Kritzer carved out a 400-square-foot house for himself and where Van Tassel would visit him occasionally. The story goes that Kritzer also installed a radio antennae on top of the rock and came under suspicion by the authorities for being a German spy shortly after World War II. Accounts vary, but a tear gas canister from a botched Federal Bureau of Investigation raid is said to have somehow ignited Kritzer's store of dynamite and blown him to bits. Van Tassel moved in shortly thereafter with his wife. And on August the 24th, 1953, it was here that Van Tassel received his instructions regarding what would become his tabernacle, the Integratron. <laughs>